0: What you waiting up. Check checkers on your phone. This the Tony Sands show. Turn your radio on. Kelsey just turned down like a field goal. So we in the zone. Got games like a stadium. I'm going to go ahead and pack the dome. I'm cooler, smoother. Make you think with your medulla. You a student, I'm going to school you with the fact that I'm producing. This is for the high schoolers, college students. Nah. Everyone can do it, do this. I ain't new to this. My style is rich. It's lucrative. Maneuver through it. You know it's fast, show it's so sensational, like my big homie Tony. You can catch me every Monday after kickoff on Sunday. I got these cold hard feds, and we ain't talking Sundays. Co-hosted with Kelly Dudley. Shout out to the big homie. You know it's so sensational, like my big homie Tony. co hosting with Kelly Dudley. You know it's facts solid. You know I'm so sensational, like my big homie Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Go BBS Radio.
1: Welcome to Atlanta sightseeing. Please take your seat and keep your hands and feet inside the railing at all times Ma'am in this brochure. It says this tour is crunk What does that mean?
0: Yeah Welcome to Atlanta, hammers and bows. back to the mackin' and the clothes, adolescents packin' a knock on the door, who is it? I would happen to know, the one with the flow, who
2: it? We're live here another week of the Tony Says Show, but guess what? I am on live location in Hot Atlanta. That's right, you heard it. I'm in Hot Atlanta, and it is hot, that's why they got the word Hot Atlanta. We're live at the Pizza Bar. I'm with my co-host, live on set with me this time, my man, Main man to my right, Mo Love. We're trying to get his Twitter thing together. They call him Love <laughs> Twenty Three underscore ML, and the ML stands for Maurice Love. What's going on, man? What's, what's happening, on, Mo? Tony, what's
0: going on? going on? Welcome yes. to the A. Welcome to the A, man. Welcome to the Atlanta when it's hot.
2: And that it is. It's hot, man. It is exciting to be in this city. One thing I listen. I'm gonna tell y'all people. One thing I love about Atlanta that sets atlanta to me apart from any other city in america when i walk in an establishment in atlanta i feel like i'm at home right when i walk into a city in atlanta any right. any whether sports bar anywhere you're downtown you feel like you're at home especially for a guy like myself because i love being comfortable wherever i'm at i like to feel the excitement I like to feel and know that when I look at somebody next to me, right. they can think the same way I think, man. Well, right. oh, you've been in this city. How long you been here, man? Oh, I'm at least 19, about 20-something years.
0: 20-something Plus years. years, and joining. What, let's, let's talk about
2: this, because a lot of people don't understand.
0: What brought you to Atlanta? Well, you know, I played basketball. I went to school in Alabama, June College, and then I transferred to Georgia Southwest State University and played basketball there, and I said, you know what? I'm not going back home to Fort Lauderdale. I'm going ahead mm-hmm. and go Business in Atlanta. Now I stay in Atlanta. I've never turned back home yet since 1988, Tony. I've never been back. Wow.
2: I've been in our neighborhood since 1988. You've been living in Atlanta, hot city. This is where it is happening at people. Atlanta is what they they call it but the black man's heaven. Oh yes. The black black man's capital. The black man's opportunity to survive. The new Hollywood. The new Hollywood. The new Hollywood. Everybody's know. filming here. It is right. Uh, and this is the home that I think Tyler Perry has his studio Oh, yes, correct?
0: it does. Down in the South South area, in the unc area, got a studio down unc area. And plus you see
2: downtown, all over downtown, it is so crowded. Red so trucks. Listen, I'm telling you, Mo, we're live at the pizza bar in Atlanta, Georgia. But we are in which county is this? latonia the Calf County. Lathonia latonia Stone area. Stone yeah. Crest, I'm learning um, a lot about this Atlanta. More educating me on the Atlanta, you know, scene. Oh man, lad, like told you we're here live at the pizza bar. And the pizza, I had the wings, I had baked wings. That was the first time I ever having baked wings. Oh, delicious last night. Those wings were out of sight. I'm gonna take some with me when I leave this delicious. spot because I want to make sure that my stomach understands that I am at the pizza bar. But more, let's get into this thing, man. Today, uh, listen, some of the topics we're gonna hit on. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones makes a bold statement, jokingly. But how is Zeke gonna take it when he says Zeke, who? And you're gonna find out why. We're gonna find out why. My main man, we're gonna have one of two of the high school top high school coaches here in the Atlanta area coming on, Damian Wines, from Southwest Decap. He will be joining the show about six ten. We're gonna have Terry Jones Jr. from South Cobb. We'll be joining the show about 6.20, so we're going to have a special show for you, but to bring in a bit of sad news, to bring in a bit of sad news, Cedric Pence, running back from Texas, passed today at the age of 36 in a motorcycle accident.
0: You know, the motorcycles are dangerous. They're fun to do. They're entertaining. And you know, growing up, we rode motorcycles. But you know... They're dangerous, and if you got a contract. Are you, uh, are you playing just like Jason Williams playing basketball?
2: Lost his, his ability of playing, playing of on motorcycle. Man, motorcycle. And, and, and you talk about motorcycles. Uh, it, it takes me back to Louisville when it's, when the football co- head football coach was in an accident. Oh, yes. And it kind of changed his outcome in my life. Oh, definitely. We're not going to get deep into no, that, that, but no, we're not going to talk about that one. it. It was something that uh, uh, uh that changed the way his outcome of his future came. In Louisville. Not only that. Not only that. That's going on. Listen. Callum Kaepernick still hasn't gotten a job. But yet we're finding. They're bringing coaches out of retirement. In order. Not. To me. I I look at it as. In order for them not to be able to. Bring in Callum Kaepernick. They bring in. Josh McCown. Mm -hmm. 40 years old. God is 40 years old they bring him out of retirement on the light of jay-z signing a deal with the nfl and not really explaining marius the outcome of that deal when you saw that jay-z uh uh sign that deal what was going through your mind well you know when jay-z when first
0: when he first did his production saying that and it's sort the super bowl he said that he's uh that he's not going to uh, promote the super bowl it was like okay now the NFL say, "Well, I, I gotta get smart. I, you, I gotta get in the black community. I gotta get the people back to understand that. Okay, uh, I, I want you. I want. I want the, the urban area to understand that. I, I do have understand. I do have a part of it, but it's trying to put a bandaid with the situation. You know what I
2: mean?" But but what I'm, I'm looking at now, you gotta re- remember, Jay Z was outspoken when it came to the Kaepernick situation from a standpoint of he had on Kaepernick jerseys, right? Uh, boycotted. Atlanta Super Bowl. Yes, he did. Because
0: yep. you made the They had the most local entertainers, entertainers there at the Super Bowl. I was there. Yes. I was working, and I saw the local entertainers there the rapper it was nice now don't get me wrong you know, atlanta put but, on the night nice, but, but thing
2: i just didn't like about it the super bowl atlanta, was the traffic i still and i know that's everything that yeah it's hard well, for y'all to get well, around
0: listen we got traffic every, every day in that's atlanta. what i'm saying all over, you over know where you live at doesn't matter <laughs> it's traffic all over ATL. Atlanta.
2: gotta either figure out some type of way to bring in better uh, uh structure by building up when it comes to the to the highways because i'm you stay getting stuck in Atlanta. You stay getting stuck. Come on, let's, let, let's jump back into the Callan Kaepernick and Jay-Z. When I looked at this, and I was trying to find it from all angles, from a standpoint mm-hmm. of is it the right thing for Jay-Z to do? Is it the wrong thing? Uh, how are people going to view this? Being that you were one of those outspoken ones, from a standpoint of being on injustice, Callan Kaepernick made this stand. But now here we go. We, we, we backtrack a little bit. And months after the Super Bowl, we find that Jay-Z signs a deal with the NFL from a standpoint of I'm going to be over this entertainment thing when it comes to the Super Bowl. Right. I don't know if the NFL found out that, hey, listen, once Jay-Z backs out, a lot of other people will back out. That makes sense. Leads. Yeah. So in order to get this deal done, I got to capitalize with Jay-Z. Bring him in and say, okay, we're going to bring Jay Z in for the injustice, but really understanding that we got to bring him a part of our group in order to move forward with the entertainment from the Super Bowl. Because I don't think the NFL got a good ratings coming out of the Super Bowl with the halftime show that they're used to bringing. That's right. What everybody watches. Some people don't even watch the game, but when they know it's getting close to halftime, they tend to watch the NFL Super Bowl because of the excitement commercials everything that goes along with this big show that the nfl puts on when they come into your city they shut down the whole city all the logistics goes around that so now the cjz sign with them and not really give a clear picture on what's the what's the bottom what's the goal some people say maybe they may have offered him one of the new upcoming franchises That could be possible He gets a franchise. He brings Callan Kaepernick on uh, in. But then if they say we're going to put you back two more years before we give him a franchise, by that time, Callan Kaepernick, how relevant is his athletic ability to that game? Well, I mean, right now
0: he's still working out. But like you said, the quarterback, the 40-year-old quarterback goes into Philly and try to make the team. Correct. And you see that. Uh, Eric Reid was complaining. Made a comment by Jason, say like he's selling out. Yeah, he's, and, and people and people say he sell out because of the fact that you are gonna say one thing. I, you know, I'm a boycott. Then okay. the NFL come and say I'm gonna give you this here. Yeah. I'm gonna talk to you right here. This and I'm gonna you hey, that, this, as and they
2: I'm say gonna in the hood, I'm gonna give you that bag. Right, right, right. I'm gonna give you that bag. And where is your stance at that point when it comes to all that goes with the Super Bowl? Your loyalty, basically. Well, well, you what's you your loyalty to your loyalty the bag
0: your loyalty out right i mean just you know what he said jay-z said it's not about kneeling now yeah it ain't about it, kneeling. it's not kneeling it's about now
2: trying to move
0: forward or okay. well, what you mean with the, the, the objective of kneeling is well how the real thing is with the protest what's happening on it happened today in law enforcement it's yes. not stopping another subject it's not stopping killing killings going on every day every day every Correct. day every day and mostly the skin, our color skin, that happened.
2: That 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 this happened to, and I know this is become an issue. We're gonna come back here live from the pizza bar in Atlanta. And when we come back on the other side of this thing, we're gonna have head coach Southwest the Cap, Damian Wise will be joining the Shona Tony Sancho with me and Mo Love as we break down high school football throughout the Georgia area. Stay tuned as we go to a commercial.
0: Dude, um I don't hear nothing, just just talk, right? Yeah, I you just, okay, yeah, okay. You'll hear him when you call. Uh, huh? I can hear him talking, but I don't hear you talking. Yeah. Okay, I didn't talk him, yeah, hear you talking right here, but yeah, 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 I thought I hear you through here. Bro.
2: We're live here back at the pizza bar in Atlanta. As you heard, we were talking about the Colin Kaepernick situation, because I'm quite sure throughout all this, as this thing continues to go and goes and go and grab legs, Coaches all over the country, whether it be high school, mainly high school, because they got to understand they have to filter through all this. But we are in in Atlanta. Yes. So when we are in Atlanta, we must bring on some of the finest coaches in the Atlanta area onto the show. My man, Damian Wines, from Southwest Cab High School, the leader of that operation, joins the Tony Sands Show. What's up, coach? How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Man, I'm doing fine, man. I'm doing fabulous. I get a chance to travel around the world and talk to guys that that are inspiring guys uh, and and moving them forward in the way that they want to go, whether it's athletics or academics or or on and off the field. Coach, what is it like? You have been in this... How long you've been in this business of what we call coaching? This will be my 24th year. 24th year.
3: Wow, wow,
2: Coach. Wow, Coach. So you've seen... You've seen a lot of young men come up yeah, and, 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 definitely. and light up. I'm quite sure within the last two years, you guys had to figure out how, because we was talking about Calvin Kaepernick and, and this thing with Jay-Z and all that stuff. But how do you, how do you keep your guys focused coach when there's such a big social issue like you guys had to deal with within the last two years of all this nearly standing up, whatever have you, how did you deal with your guys with this?
3: What well, was I just kinda of like instituted FCA Fellowship of Christian athletes and we just kinda of kept our focus on God's purpose of what we supposed to okay. be doing on and off the field. So I think um by focusing on that, focusing on the community that we represent and focusing on character, I think that's how we were able to really uh you know, turn some things around.
0: Okay. Hey, this coach is Maurice, how you doing? Uh, it seemed like yeah. I I was looking at you a graduate of ninety one that's out with the cap. And I read up yes. that you have most of your staff former alum on your staff. Tell me about that. How you brought back the alum to your to your program?
3: Well, um, you know, we just kind of. Southwest is a unique community. Southwest Cab community is unique, so you have mm-hmm. to have people that know the kids and know the community. So that was kind of you know important. I mean, we kind of mixed it up with some other coaches also. But we wanted to have people that knew the kids, knew the community, knew the importance of the program. At the end of vision, the level I want to get the program back to. But that that's why it was important. That's good, that's good.
2: Coach, what did you say, I heard you say the vision of where your program mm-hmm. wanna go. You guys start your season next week. Yeah. How what have you done this off season to prepare your guys for the schedule that you guys are going up against this year?
3: Well, we hired two new strength conditioning coaches. We also got a new weight room, so that was pretty big for us. We usually right. require the students to participate in two sports. You know, that's track, the liners, um do wrestling. Have a couple other kids do basketball and baseball. Um, we uh, did yoga. We do a lot of uh, mentoring things. We call Panther University. We have people come talk to the kids. That Some of them are alumni, some of them are, some, some of them have, you know, the kids. some people have been like to jail and they come talk to the kids about that, about making right, the right choices. So, our whole thing is about developing a total student athlete. You know, I think by doing that, I think if you just train a kid to be a football player, that's all you're going to get is a football player. But if you train a kid to be a young man, you're going to get a better, belly- more well-rounded kid. So, that, that's kind of like what we do. Now, hopefully, and coach, we'll see starting this Friday whether that works or not. <laughs> no.
2: And coach, you, you guys, like you said, seeing this Friday, you guys have Woodland uh, out of Stockbridge, Georgia. Because you said one key thing that I think a lot of guys got to understand: a lot of people are, a lot of people start this thing out wrong because they build, they try to build football teams. But in order, yeah. you must build. To me, I've always known from playing this game that you got to build a program. The one thing that you said yeah. that stood out to me: we hired a new
3: strengthening and conditioning coach. Yeah. Yeah, that you, was big for
2: us. What made that become your focus to where you was able to take it as your focus and make it your kids' focus?
3: Well it's one, we wanna, you know, kind of like improve on this I'm going to my third year now at Southwest. So we we wanted to um improve on something different every year. So Cameron Essex is actually our strength conditioning coaches. And uh, he actually worked at I forgot the name of the gym, but it's in Norqual And he's a graduate of Southwest Cap also. So he kind of brought a program to me early during the off season, and uh-huh. so I did some fundraising so we could pay him. And then right. he ended up working. I mean, it's people think that weight training is just weight. Strength and right. conditioning and weight training are two completely different things. I mean, you know, I think just from camps this summer, even our preseason games, we're we're a lot more explosive. We're more flexible. We're just a tougher football team. And so I think that by putting a focus on that, you put putting a focus like, you know, injury prevention. Uh, you put a focus to confidence. And really, discipline starts in the weight
0: room. Mm-hmm. You know, coach, not I think. You know. The, ahead. Not because cut the coach. Let me ask you something, Coach. Oh, okay. your, um, mm-hmm. your, your key players this year. Who are your key players on your team this year coming up?
3: Uh, uh, Tommy Wright. He's a Appalachian State commit already. Uh Okay. He broke the school's own jump record last year. He made All-State. Uh, Akeel Muhammad, all, returning All-State receiver. Uh, Ryan White, really looking forward to him this year. He uh, started last year as a sophomore. He's a 6'5", quarterback. Looking for him to have a big junior year this year. Uh, Michael trap running back. Uh, the whole offensive line are uh, sophomores and juniors where they can play. We're so looking forward to them. Uh, to father, one defensive end, John Grant, the other defensive end, they come back. Uh, Ahmad Glass at the other corner, he comes back. And we have a lot of uh, young kids that are going to be very, very effective for us this year. So, so we're not looking, really looking forward to it
0: now. Coach got a question for you, Stevenson and Raymond Mountain. Now, which one to tell? I knew you got Woodland coming up now. We know we got Stevenson mm-hmm. in the second game. You know, and see so yeah. that 2019, y'all finally, beat, 2009, y'all finally beat them. Uh, but let me add you something. your know, playoffs to 2009, let me ask you something. Those two teams, do, do you feel in your division that they're going to be a, a threat? How how you feel about the, the team in your division? Well, Stevenson's
3: an out-of-region game. That's just kind of like for some black and white type stuff. Okay. Early season okay. Uh Love, Joy, be a test towards the middle of season. That's another non-region game. And we okay. kind of built our non-region schedule of six. I mean, with three six, teams. Okay. Uh so we you know, trying to see try how that works. Arabia will be a region game and um Columbia should be okay this year too, so that's gonna be another region game. Our focus though is not to overlook anybody, but uh yes. I want I want to kinda like throughout the year not only work on us to kind of see what Warner Robinson is doing, what Rome is doing, some of those top teams, because we we think we're ready to get to that next level. I think we have a little bit more depth. And last year, they kind of hurt us towards the end of last year in the first round of the playoffs. So um, now, I think those would be some good games. I think Steven's going to be a huge test early.
0: Now, last week, did you play Salem High School last week in Salem? Did y'all yeah. play them last week? Yeah, that's no, yeah. a team we that, played that, them, that, um, my son, that my son goes to school. It was a blowout. I think they – he came yeah. home and said, Dad, we got blowout. So y'all yeah. dominated that game last week. So that was a good game, yeah.
3: he said. Yes, yeah, sir, it was. It was.
2: Now, Coach, I, I, sure. I, and I read a model on you guys' uh, uh, page that said the word climb. Yes. And I'm yes. saying, I, I, I read through it, and when I read through it, I'm like, oh, wow, that's that's big. Let our people know, how did you guys come up with that In the words that are, that are involved in it? How was you able to come up with that?
3: Well, I got the original climb from, um, I was at a clinic a couple of years ago the Minority Coaches Association Clinic of Georgia and um, the guy from uh, head coach from Memphis was talking Mike Lovell I think that's his name Norvell and so he was talking about they had to come up with a model at Memphis and it was climb so I kind of you know kind of changed a couple of little things but it's basically the same thing and when I looked at it like Panthers climb trees right. they kill they prey, and they drag it up to the top of the tree and they eat it slowly Correct, correct. so that was kind of like my thing we had to have something to grasp on because like with Coach Godfrey was at Southwest his thing was hard you know you correct. know, H-A-R-D so we had to get something new and climb just really fit what we were trying to do and try to get done so that, that really helped us just Coach to man, the and kids love it.
2: I gotta get a chance to, I'm gonna be back up in the Atlanta area with questions sometime soon because I got making some business deals but I gotta be I'm gonna come out and and watch these guys play, watch you coach these young men. The way you sound, sound like you're very passionate about what you do. So I'm going to get back in this Atlanta area. Listen, man, I enjoyed having you on the show. We're going to be Thank in Atlanta another day. I'm joining your city. This is the city. And you said one, you said some key points in there about this area that I, that I love uh, about Atlanta. It's a unique place. Yes, it is. And there to me, there's not another city in America that's like Atlanta when it comes to the uniqueness of it. And it is a special, special place, man. I I, I enjoy having you on. I'm going to talk to you a lot more during the season. As the season starting to progress, I'm going to be bringing you on the Tony Sands Show, man. Thank you for coming. It's a pleasure. Listen, it is my pleasure to have you on. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, and we're coming back here on the Tony Sands Show live. From the Pizza Bar in Atlanta. We're live here on the Tony Sands Show in Atlanta, and that's what it is. It is hot in Atlanta. It is jumping. It is the city.
0: Yes, it is. Not
2: only is the city jumping, it is the capital the unique city, the mecca, the opportunity for an African-American to blossom when it comes to the success. Everybody I talk to uh, here in Atlanta say they love it. They love the opportunity oh, yeah. that it brings. It is just that. Mo oh, man, listen, let's, let's get into we're gonna get back into uh, some of the things that we talked about earlier when it came to Callan Kaepernick. We just left off with Damian Wise from Southwest the Cav. He was on the show talking about the success of his football team, where he's got his football team. Within a few minutes, we're gonna bring on Terry Jones from South Car. Yes. Talk about where he's going. And he's been used, to, he's used to a program. Do we Doug? We have Terry with us right now.
0: You on nine three?
2: Doug, Did you ready? Me? Yeah. What's going on, Terry? What's happening? How you doing? This is Tony Sands and my main man, Maurice Love. You're live here on the Tony Sands Show. We are live at the Pizza Bar in your city. I'm in your city, man. It is a pleasure every time that I could come to Atlanta and enjoy this experience of Atlanta. I love it. I love it. I love it. Listen, Coach. You're another one that's leading men on and off the field. South Cobb yep. County. You are in South Cobb High School. You are in the mecca of when it comes to football, when you talk about Florida, Georgia. Used to be a big game. Coach, how do you lead your men and get them ready for the upcoming season?
4: Man, the biggest thing I try to teach my kids is just focusing on doing their job. Like I said, I kind of stole a bit from, um, from Coach, um, Coach Belichick down in New England. But the biggest thing about my kids that I've known over the last three years is like they, they kind of get focused on trying to do everybody else's job or worried about this person or worried about this school. And I told them right. we got, at South Carolina, we just got worried about doing our job, doing what we got to do, taking care of our business. And then after that, everything is taking care of itself. And it's just like, as they growing up as men, I tell them like, you become a man, you got to take care of a household, you got to feed, you got mouth to feed. Just do your job, be present, Be a good father, a good man, good husband, and everything else to take care of yourself.
2: Now, Coach, you you said some key things. Be a good husband, be a good man. With that being said, how do you make sure that these young men understand what it takes in this day and age to make sure that they keep themselves accountable to the next man next to them? Because that man, like you said, if you do your job. I do my job. There's 11 guys that's on the field at one time. How do you make sure that that's being taken care of?
4: Man, one of the biggest things is just kind of, like I said, with my assistant coaches having different type of guys, and they come from different type of backgrounds. Some of them married, some of them not. Some of them are old. Like I said, I got Coach Making. He been not coach college. And Tyler Macon, Making coach college. He coached high school. He's been all over the place. So just kind of getting those guys to be and share their experiences with them. And, like I said, talk about the things that I don't do well. Like I said, I've like I I been married for – Almost 13 years, and it's just kind of just working on their things and talking about stuff that I do wrong at home and just trying to make sure they don't the make try not to make the same mistakes that I did. All
0: right, coach, I, I checking up on you, a University of Alabama, uh, Alabama alum and playing roll the tie, NFL, roll. roll tie roll so tie. Roll. Your, your your experience in the in the Legion there playing about Alabama, the road tie, and playing the NFL tight end the Ravens. What would you bring back to the kids? What would you try to tell the kids what you're ensuring them being coming to both levels? Because kids want to get to the level of NFL and going to college first, like in the NFL. What do you tell the kids today? I,
4: I, one thing I told my kids if you don't like going to school, you'll never make it to the NFL. Because I go and tell them, when you get to the NFL, it's like you're going to school all over again. You go there in the morning, <laughs> eat breakfast, you go into class. You going into the classroom, aka team meetings, position meetings. You got a big notebook. You taking notes, and a lot Correct. of things that I learned as a student through high school, or my mom plucking my knuckles, and my dad saying some <laughs> stuff to me to make sure I'm a better student. It helped me. As, it helped me in football because it taught me how to take notes. It taught me how to pay attention in class. It taught me how to do those little bit of things, and those are the same things that my wife and myself try to do to my own sons and try to make sure that they're paying attention to the little bit of things that they're doing in class because those little bitty things are going to make big things happen i told you from alabama
2: from road yes, Roll. now listen what are some of the things that you have taken from that program because we know that program is one of the, the nation's top programs what have you taken from that experience and brought to south carl man one of the biggest things I've, I've been trying to do is competition Try to make
4: okay. everything as competitive as possible, positions, try to bring that, that, that strength and its uh, weight training. So, my dad been at Alabama for 31 years working in the strength condition department. So, I'm always bouncing ideas off of him and my baby brother. He's starting to do strength condition too because he's working for the uh, women's basketball team. So, I, I bounce the ideas off of them about ways that we can get better in the weight room. Maybe I can kind of get my kids to get bigger, stronger, and faster. Because I know if the kids are filling themselves in the weight room and they're doing a great job in the weight room, then it's going to, hopefully
2: that's going to that's going to translate so well into the way football. Man. And coach, listen, you got to move these men. And you know, the ultimate goal is to get to the Georgia State Championship. How difficult? Do you see that being for your team, or is it something that's difficult? How do you keep those guys focused on day-to-day, day-to-day tasks before they jump to the final game?
4: Like you said, the, like you said, you were talking about stuff I saw from Alabama. One thing I saw from Alabama just kind of they say to talk about the process, and I just tell our kids to kind of the process and do your job is kind of the same thing, just said two different ways. So like on a day-to-day place, on a day-to-day basis, just. Worry about doing your job, trusting the process. Don't worry about the school board. Those things I kind of start reciting to my kids, and just to tell them like, all we can worry about is this practice today. Then we worry about tomorrow's practice. Then we worry yeah. about getting ready for uh, Campbell. We had a <laughs> scrimmage last week. This week got paper balls, but we can't worry about Friday. We gotta get ready for Monday and do do our best on Monday and be successful and win Monday. Then we can go try to win Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, and then. If we win all those days, we
0: should be able to win on Friday against February. Coach, now so I got a question for you, Coach. Who are your key players on South Cobb, on your team? The key athletes that you have this coming
4: all up. All right, team? I got um Ali Farah. he's a he's a two way player, but so he's gonna return kicks for me. He's gonna running really back, he's gonna be a receiver, he's gonna play safety, he's gonna play corner, he's gonna do a lot of things. He's been a three year starter for me. So like I said, as a sophomore, he kinda plays defensive only. And then last year we tried playing him on some more offense, but like this year he's going to be my one of my featured players. Another guy okay. uh, is um uh, is Banji Bamadelli. So he's a guy. He's a, yeah,
0: Banji. That, so that's a name, coach. A, that's a, a name. Yeah, See that name again, coach? Name. <laughs> Banji Bamadelli. That wow. is a name there. That's
2: a star name. Yes, it is. Certain name
0: it's that a stands name,
2: out. Certain name stands out, and that name stands out.
0: Yes, it does.
4: Yeah, and the thing about it, and the kids are not made in the program. He got a 4.1 grade for never average. But on oh. the football team, he's played on my offensive line the last two years. So he's been a three-year starter for me this year, too. But this year, he's going to a lot of his focus on defense. And he's been anchoring, he's been anchoring down my defensive lines all summer, all spring. and Like I said, in our, screen, in our, spring, in our fall scrimmage, he's been doing a really, really good job for us. So, like I said, those are a couple of kids that, we gonna, that I'm going to be – relying on heavily to be successful this year so we can get a chance to get back to the playoffs and hopefully make a run to the state championship.
2: Coach, listen, it's been a pleasure to have you on. I'm going to be talking with you throughout the season, bringing you on the Tony Sands show as we air each and every week. We're based out of South Florida and California. But it's a Mm -hmm. pleasure every time that I could come to this great state because it is a great state. It's different for uh, its uniqueness in, you know, we're live here at the pizza bar in Atlanta, and normally yeah. when, you know, you know, where I'm from, South Florida, we're heading in the pizza bar. It's hard to find pizza bars like oh. this. Yes. To yeah,
4: yeah, it, it it's is. Hard. Anything about it's it. It's hard to find. It, it is. The state of Georgia is, 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 is a special place. Like I said, my, yeah. my wife is from Mobile. I'm from, I'm from Tuscaloosa, and we play some good ball in Alabama, and, from where my wife on my mobile, they do a great job down there. But like I said, you come in the state of Georgia, you got great coaches and great and great athletes on every street, every corner around here. So that's what makes it so difficult to be successful. Yes. And so that's why, like I said, the places like Tucker and McKitrin and Quit, they are consistently good. They got some really, really great coaches that's kind of keep consistently keeping their kids going and keeping them keeping them moving and like I said, it's hard. And so I, I'm just hoping I can get my program to be one of those programs people talk about all the time. So it's a, it's a day-to-day process, but so we're going to get there.
2: Coach, listen, <laughs> before I get you off the air, listen, college football is getting ready to come up. I know this is a crazy question, but I got to ask it. <laughs> you got Clemson, you got Alabama. How National champs, where do you see this thing playing out for both of them?
4: Man, I, I think gonna be, it's going to be another repeat. I think both teams are... Simpson got a great offense. I know they lost, got a lot of guys on defense, but Dabo did a great job of recruiting for them, so they going to just get a chance to reload. And With Alabama, we got a chip on our shoulder. Like I said, we it's, it's been a long time when we've been embarrassed like that at Alabama, and it's been a long time since Nick Saban been embarrassed like that, so I know he's got those guys going this whole home season, so it's going, to be, it's going to be a fun time on Saturday for me to get a chance to watch, and hopefully we can get a chance to get back there and uh, redeem ourselves.
2: As they say, Tuscaloosa, yeah. road, tide, road. Coach, roll man, thank you for roll. joining. <laughs> appreciate thank you, Coach. Thank you for joining the Tony <laughs> Sands Show. We're live at the Pizza Bar here in thank the you. great state you. of Atlanta. Thank you, Coach, for joining the show. Well, let's get back into thank you, some of the things that are happening appreciate here in you. y'all city. Y'all just had the Super Bowl. What was that like for bringing the spotlight to Atlanta after you guys had the spotlight one time and it didn't fare out for you guys so well with the
0: Olympics? Well, you know, it, the city, it, it took it took a, a good year. We got everything together. There were meetings going on with law enforcement, people in the community, uh-huh. shutting it down, getting other law enforcement officers coming in from different areas, areas. coming in, um, and just having meetings on, how we can run a better system. Because the NFL were watching Atlanta at this time. Yes. If we dropped the ball in Atlanta, then it would have been no more Super Bowls in Atlanta.
2: It would have been tough to get it. And then, now you know how fast you guys had to get the stadium up and running oh, yeah. for this event. And you guys, like,
0: you like gotta that to get in. Yes, it is. But you know the NCAA, the, the tournament this year in Atlanta, this year, 2020. That's, that's right. what I'm saying. Right. So we had so... We could have we couldn't mess it up, Atlanta, because you know they're gonna have a Super Bowl again, and, they, and oh, yeah. we gotta host it. We, and so people were saying, "Oh, you was just saying yourself, because you was here." Yeah. Traffic was crazy. Traffic
2: was crazy, but everything but around that,
0: it was exciting. But Tony, it's like that every day. We do it every day. Twenty West, eighty-five South, eighty-five North, seventy-five. As the people in Atlanta, you know what they say? It is crazy. <laughs> Traffic is crazy in Atlanta, Listen, but it's I, hot.
2: Listen, I know radio guys love to drive the morning drive in Atlanta because they know they are gonna hit their audience. Cause you spend so much time in your car. If you got to get from uh, just from where we at in the morning and you work downtown Atlanta, how far, how fast, how long do you, how long are you in the car? Fifty minutes,
0: maybe fifty-five minutes, maybe to an hour because you're right here on on Stonecrest, Turner Hill, going Panola Road, and Wesley Chapel. Still having traffic backed up all day long. That's not only in the morning time. Coming home here, traffic from 5 to 8 is extremely bad traffic in Atlanta.
2: We're going to come back here live from the Pizza Bar. And as we dig into Jerry Jones' comment, Zeke who? Did Zeke Elliott take that the wrong way? You'll find out here on the Tony Sands Show as we go to a commercial break. We're live from the Pizza Bar in Atlanta. So,
4: so, so Zeke is still in Mexico holding out, man. A lot of people are praising him. A lot of prayers. A lot of analysts are
5: saying he might be hurting the team. Like, what are your thoughts? Is Zeke is going to return to camp by the time? Listen, it's man, be- um, football is a great game. Greatest game in the world. Greatest game in the world. Absolutely. But it's also a business. And men need leverage when you do business. Of course. That's it. Absolutely. And and, and Zeke right now feels this is his only opportunity. The NFL has told all running backs over and over again, we will squeeze you, we will use you, and we will discard you. So now he's saying, let me get mine while I'm riding the wave hot. I understand that. And get this too now. Don't care how much money you got, it could be raining on you, baby boy. The Cowboys got the money. You cannot By time. And I know for a fact, before Jerry Jones leave time and go to eternity, he wants to drink the sweet nectar of a championship again. Absolutely. And that nectar, he will not partake in without Ezekiel. You may win games, you may (laughs) sell tickets, and you may make some money. But that nectar, he will not drink without Ezekiel.
2: We're live here from the pizza bar in the hot Atlanta. It Atlanta. is hot. Scalching. You walk out the side of the hotel room and you are sweating. And it is hot not only in Atlanta. It is hot in Dallas Cowboy Country. Listen, as you heard Michael Irvin on that soundbite say, Jerry's not crazy. Jerry Jones want to bite a piece of that nectar. He want that nectar meaning... He want to get back to that Super Bowl. Being around Jerry, the Super Bowl is big. Jerry's hoping that Zeke decides. Hey, man, listen. Let me stop this playing. Let me get back in here. Let me get this thing ready to go. Jerry was heard in an interview. I don't know if Jerry knew that he was being recorded at the time. A reporter asked, and this is after Tony Pollard has had two good games. Reporter asked him about Zeke Elliott. His exact words, jokingly. Zeke who Zeke who Zeke who and did he laughed? Yeah, he kind of chuckled, but then I think he realized, oh, this thing's been because the record. Right. reporter told him this been recorded. Yes. And so he was like, oh, oh. Uh, uh, uh. yeah he, he stuttering it. because he knows Ezekiel Elliott. And I understand is like Mike said, it is a business going back and forth. But sometime in this business, we may say some things that may hurt some people's feelings. Correct. And how do Ezekiel Elliott take this down there and cobble that hey wait a minute hold on Jerry so what you saying and I know Jerry is using it as leverage that's why he's trying to pump Tony Pollard up as high as he can but Jerry know like he said he may win a couple games yeah but in order to get to that Super Bowl he's got to bring Ezekiel Elliott listen he's in a unique situation Zeke still has two years on his contract so if he's looking at Amari Cooper, that see probably his better bet because he knows if I was to play with this, I could franchise Elliot. Mm. Elliot's is not going to sit out for two years. I know that. Right. I think the the, the 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 bargaining leverage with Ezekiel Elliott falls under the Cowboys. The bargaining agreement with Amari Cooper and that falls with them. Right. They have put them in, in in a unique situation, and now it comes up that you got to sign Jalen Smith, the outstanding linebacker. So the Cowboys and Jerry Jones are in a uh, 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 funny, curious situation. But I think this is part of Jerry's plan. How do you think he built the Cowboys to be where they're at now, where they're the number one franchise in America? Because he you know if he throw controversy out there, the Dallas Cowboys. Brand will be in everybody's mind and newspaper headlines, internet,
0: Twitter. We're looking at the Cowboy. Cowboy Nation say they're not worried. They're not worried at all because not Zeke gonna sign. Jerry gonna say, you know what? Jerry won a championship. When the last time he won a championship? Think about it.
2: Yeah, I I mean Cowboys. Think about it now because he took them from nowhere, built them up. And now they're like that, even though they're the number one franchise in all sports in America. Right. Jerry still likes to win. I mean, he has a passionate, he's as a passion. Jerry was a football player, so he has the passion to want to win over anything. Right. Over anything. So, with that being said, Jerry Jones understands the dynamics of all this that, hey, I got to get these guys back. Jerry wants that triplet that he had back in the day with Michael Irvin. Emmett Smith and, G- and and Troy Eckman. He wants that with his Elliott, yeah. Amari Cooper and Dak. And that's why he bought those three guys together. And Amari Cooper was that outside one that he knew he had to get in because they were struggling to get the ball down the field. Yep. Now they got Amari Cooper. They bought in Cobb, to, to handle the handle, uh, a little short stuff. Amari Cooper over the top. So they've gotten that complete package. But how now do you satisfy all these guys at one time when all these guys contract? Are coming up around the same time. You, you know
0: Dallas got the money right. I mean, yeah. They, that, I mean, Jerry, it's, it's, just, it's a mountain chase game. It's a mountain chase game. You know, he, it's yeah.
2: Just, I think Jerry's gonna wait to the, to me week one. He's gonna break the week one, and then he's gonna make another big splash because at that point, he's gonna miraculously sign all the guys, and then here we go. Now they're in the headlines again because he know these headlines are gonna die out. Right. On this, the Cowboys understand. Can't go that far without all three of these guys. Tony Pollard is doing great. Right. Last last night he had five carries uh, for 42 yards and a touchdown. That's fine. But he's not Zeke. He's not a Zeke. That he's not. But now some people are saying behind that big line, how far can Tony Pollard go? Tony Pollard can possibly help him because that line has opened up big holes for him. So I'm telling you, it is it, 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 big when it comes to that. It is big when it comes to a lot of that. So I'm telling you, you better make sure that you sign all these guys and get, get them all ready to go. Because I'm telling you, ooh, my 20 wings have come, but they've me to go. out. we're live here at the pizza bar in Atlanta. The wings, I'm taking them to go so I can eat them when I go. But I'm telling you, it's hot in Atlanta. It is hotter in Dallas. It is. It is I mean, hotter but,
0: in Dallas. You know, but it's hot, even hotter for not winning a championship. They're going to look back and if He don't sign Zeke. Correct. Or Cooper, no. They're going to sign. I mean. And he, and and Prescott. If he don't get these guys where they need to be, he don't want to look at, the, at being one of the owners that lost a trio like that and say he don't have a championship. Because the last time he won one. Been it's years been, it's
2: been a, it's it's been, been a been long time. time now now they've gotten it then they got what it wasn't a, it wasn't so much the how long did it take the question then became uh can they win a playoff game that, that's that's crazy because they were Dallas? struggling in winning a playoff game but now they're winning a playoff game Ain't. but now everybody know you got to talk Super Bowls when you talk to Dallas Cowboys you just can't oh, yeah. talk you just can't talk uh 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 winning. you can't talk Players, you got to talk Super Bowls and Super Bowls only. I'm telling you, they got to win. Jerry understands. And then not only that, that puts the pressure on each and every one of those guys to make sure that they get their job done. Right. And I'm, I'm quite sure in their locker room, they're wondering, where do we take this thing? How far can we go playing this charade? Uh, we need him, we don't need him, Zeke, who, this, that, and the other. And and Jerry's throwing things out there to try to find out how far can he push Ezekiel Elliott to make Zeke come in to the, in the Rams in a playoff, in that play, same playoff game. The Cowboys beat the Rams, but it is, but the Rams didn't travel a lot of their big-time guys. Right. Didn't travel to this thing. So now we get to this point in the NFC East where the Dallas Cowboys are. They got to go up against some guys in that conference that's going to be looking to take them and take their heads off. So we're back to how soon will the Dallas Cowboys bring Ezekiel back in to let him. And you can be training all you want. And I'm a trainer. You can train all day. But it's different. But it's different. But they get that football it, oh. shape. Yeah. You only prepare football shape by being in practice. Well, being in practice in games right how much or how soon as we go down that schedule we get in the regular season they open up against the Giants then they got Washington then they got Miami which <laughs> Miami <laughs> then they go to New Orleans and they got Green, Green Bay. Bay and then they got to the Jets but they go two conference games back to back how long will it take Ezekiel Elliott once he get in, if he come in week one, how long would it take him to get in Ezekiel Elliott's stride? What I mean by that? Football shape. Does it take him a little time to get in football shape or does he bounce back and be ready to go? That's going to be the question that Jerry must answer and make sure that he played his thing like it's supposed to be played. We're live here at the Pizza Bar in Atlanta. We're going to come back with the quick commercial, two minutes, a minute and a half commercial break. Doug going to play some music and we're going to come back to kind of wrap this thing up live at the pizza bar okay we're live here on the tony sand show live from the pizza bar in atlanta in what we call hotlanta hot atlanta Atlanta. it's been we've been breaking down high school college nfl but now with, and i want to get back to when i what i opened the show with because it, it i have it's been something that's been in the news constantly jay-z signing on with the nfl and how that has affected a lot of people in the way that they view this thing the way that they view uh jay-z now will they continue to view jay-z in a light that brings a negative light to what jay-z has and what jay-z has accomplished how far will this thing go and how far will this thing play out uh, for Jay Z, and and the way that he's going about his business, did he do the right thing in trying to sign with the NFL? After he was very vocal when it came to the situation with Colin Kaepernick and the way things played out, he was on it. He had his jersey, everything was playing out, and now here we go. We're at this point to where he signs a major deal, and they they they're saying entertainment, but then Jay Z threw. Uh, I'm going to help with social justice. Is there a bigger cause to this, Maurice, How do you do you see this as being a bigger cause in Jay Z's plan, or the NFL is saying to themselves, if we bring Jay Z on, if we bring Jay Z on, will this huss everyone because he is that person, that music mecca guy, that he can control the masses? We can stop all this kneeling. We can stop all this boycotting. Uh, we can make sure that we got this guy on our side because all those music people that wanted that boycotted Super Bowl, Jay Z will bring them back. See,
0: what, what Jay Z, what he did, he what he was doing, what he's trying to do is try to smooth everything, put a band-aid on, like we talked earlier. He can't put a band-aid on this situation. You have to understand that he was coming. What he did, he kneeling for a reason, for the reason for us saying because uh, police officer killing young black men, African black men. So it's, it's a reason of uh, him trying to smooth everything out in the community, in the urban community. He should do that. He should stick by his gun and say, you know what? I, I boycott the NFL. I'm going to keep it boycotted. We're going to take a stand on it because
2: it's a reason for that. You say you want him to You say take a stand. So he should have stayed to his guns yes. and just did not sign with the NFL not
0: sign.
1: So I don't mean to interrupt ahead, you. However, I feel like in order to make change, it has to impose on so many different aspects to make the impact. So with him doing this, I believe that there could be, he makes a major impact in society in regards to all demographics. And that being said, it's like, we don't really know his true intentions until he speaks out about it. So that being said, it's kind of like, okay, so what are you doing? So can you answer that? Like Jay-Z, what are you doing? Like, Hey, are you doing this? Because originally you did boycott it last last year's Super Bowl, right?
3: Yeah, yeah so, you yes. in Atlanta. So, Atlanta?
1: here in Atlanta, which I believe it should have been Atlanta culture. I'm not from the area, of course. I'm from Florida. But I believe we were supposed to bring more awareness and more culture to expose of the black community. So and I feel like they are failing to realize that and not exposing more of the diversity that we have within our community. And instead of everybody like putting everybody down, because I won't put him down in the sense of him yeah. signing, because I believe it could be a major opportunity if he goes the route that I believe he could go. We,
0: we, we got to do it the right way. He got to bring. Yeah. but But how are you gonna bring him in? I, I mean, I, they, they say can he say he can't give him a job?
2: But I, but I think from a standpoint, and I understand what you're saying. From a standpoint of what's his intention, and I think that's the part that I think in all this. I don't think people are knocking him for signing with the you know? mm-hmm. They're trying to understand now you and, and I think. Yeah. It probably wouldn't have been so much of the controversy if he wasn't one of those guys that stood out. And they say anything. same thing.
1: When the Kaepernick. He does jersey. come off as a contradiction of himself. Yes. So it's kind of hard to take your word on something that you stood so firmly on in regards to, okay, we stand with Kaepernick, period. So, in which I feel like Kaepernick's movement was remarkable. It was empowering. And it's something that everybody should have. You should stand for something. If you don't, you fall for anything.
2: Exactly. And I so, think that's where it's coming at. Mm-hmm. But, and then. Jay Z really didn't say much in the press conference. If, if people watch the press conference, he really did. He said, Hey, listen, we know we're going to have some controversy. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jay, you know, coming from New York,
5: mm-hmm. you
2: know, coming from the hood, there are going to be people asking me what's the cause of this. Because we started this thing off, Calvin Kaepernick, and it, and, it, and it took legs and went in other places. Calvin Kaepernick started the kneeling for the injustice that was being done to black men with police brutality right. and all of a sudden they spent it in the direction that they wanted it to go from saying okay now he's protesting the flag which that wasn't his intentions and if you talk to a lot of veterans a lot of veterans didn't see it like that they saw it as hey he's speaking on this cause don't bring the military into this like you're disrespecting the military that and was that not agree. what he was doing right, right. Mm-hmm. and then now Colin Kaepernick is still to this day, unemployed. unemployed by the NFL. So Jay Z, at the point that he's being unemployed, you sign with the NFL. You still see the injustice that's being t- brought to him. You got to think if you if you go to uh, uh, if you go to all the media outlets, you can see they just brought back the Philadelphia Eagles brought back Josh McCown. Guys, and understand what I'm saying. I don't want to ever knock no one for their talent. Course. When you bring Josh McCown back, a forty-year-old quarterback, understand that a forty-year-old quarterback that hasn't thrown a ball in, in about three, four years, you tell me, this guy is still better than Colin Kaepernick, who's we know at this time he was on that revolution of change after Michael Vick here in Atlanta, right? Changed the game of quarterbacks. Now. You bring in Josh McCown, 40-year-old guy that's been retired. Right. Colin Kaepernick getting no call. Jay, are you signing with them with the intent that you're going to get a team, one of these franchise teams like St. Louis and Oakland, and you're going to give them an opportunity and make that a bigger splash? Mm-hmm. Or do you they say, okay, and don't think NFL guys are not thinking the same way everybody else is. Being. Right. Mm-hmm. They'll say, okay, we'll give you a team in two years.
1: But two years could be too late for Colin. That's the question that I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Too late for Colin
2: Kaepernick. We also don't don't even know
1: if Jay-Z's movement is even for Colin. So that being said, too, is a lot of hypothetically or unknowns that's going on. So whereas like everybody just has these big question marks over their head. So it's very unfortunate because Colin Kaepernick apparently was a really great quarterback. And he stood for something that was a remarkable movement that people did a telephone effect. They twisted his movement, they made it seem more than what it was and offensive to other cultures and communities and just even, for instance, like you said, the military. His intentions wasn't to disrespect the military, right, it wasn't. but people took it as, oh, you're not honoring the flag. So now, hey, you're disrespecting the veterans and people who fought in a war that has nothing to do with it. We're just bringing to light the injustice that the black community receives through even in the NFL. How many black quarterbacks are there? I don't know, so y'all have to tell me. But right. just be realistic. Probably, speaking. if you're talking
2: about starting quarterbacks in the NFL, yeah. Uh, let's look at Carolina,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, Seattle, Ravens, the Ravens, and that the Ravens just that just happened with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think, have I missed some?
1: Just to become a quarterback is a hard. Right. R-
2: you you probably got no more than five. Five, right?
1: Out oh. of how many teams?
2: Thirty-two.
1: Out of thirty-two.
2: Out of thirty-two, and how many? That are because normally what happens with minority quarterbacks,
1: mm-hmm.
2: they can play all the way up to college, and they wind up getting moved to wide receivers
1: mm-hmm.
2: and things like that. Because it's been a knock that the minority quarterbacks are not very smart, right? And they throwing that they throw it out there every time with the wonder lick with 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 uh, 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 Carolina's quarterback, oh. uh, you know. So it, they try to find as many ways as they can to down Cam play. Newton. Cam Newton. Cam Newton to downplay the minority quarterback, but it's, the game has moved to that, to where you got to be, you got to be, mobile, you got to be active, you got to be, and, and they're holding on not to discredit. The,
1: the quarterbacks goal. are pretty much like brand ambassadors for the team, though.
2: Yeah, they are, they are the, they are that ambassador in the NFL. The quarterbacks, why they have protected them so long. That's why they lasted so long. That's why you can see them, they're playing now to their 40. 41 because you can't hit them mm-hmm. right you can't hit that they're not taking can't. the same The, game changed. Top, yeah. the yes. game changed for now. They're not and that's why you see in New England mm-hmm. Tom Brady, Brady saying he could play the he 45 because he knows
1: if he could play he could play that, that. And it's not just saying in regards to the color of your skin to deserve a position But if you know there are so many people who are working hard to chase after this dream Correct. Just like nobody really wants to work. They want to like doing your job should be something you love something you yes. want to do so nobody even in this generation wants to actually work and work for another person Especially this generation
0: yeah. this generation you got
2: this generation has put the, has made the most millionaires out of any generation yes. ever mm-hmm. because like I said that one saying that they don't want to work for no one right. they want to be the own CEO and that's been the, to me the, the, the Miss Q and I, especially in the minority community, the Miss Q, we tell our kids all the time, we're sending you to school to get a good job. Versus mm-hmm. in other culture, they tell you, we're sending you to college to own your own business.
1: And that's where we need to change what we use in regards to the children yes. that's below us because are underneath us, ages, the generations beneath us, because like... I have little siblings and stuff like that and I want to push them towards, you know, growth and being their own person and you know, accepting and loving everyone but also being able to be strong-minded and focused right. to become your own person. So being able to be influential, be able to change people's hearts and minds like regardless of culture, sex or anything, any type of diversity
0: so, so, so what motivates you to get to get to the next level? What motivates um, you to keep going to fight? What in motivates that
1: me is because I have so much creativity. Okay. And it's just like, and I have so many people that I truly care for that I want to grow with, and I want them to grow. So I feel like, if as, even as a role model to my siblings, that they're my biggest movement. Like they they push me to be the best person I can be, and also be a great example. Like. I don't want them to have to struggle. I don't want them to have to see other people struggle. I want them to be able to help spread life to everybody, life light, anything in that aspect of positivity. So, and in me, I just love people. Like I love talking to people. I love knowing where people come from. I love learning your background, whether you're raised here or there, east or west. Like you know, being able to learn people Correct. is the best knowledge that you could gain because you can't gain that type of knowledge unless you experience. And our memories is what make us human. And makes us who we are as a people so that being said is a lot of people don't realize like how we treat others and everything else that makes a really impact on who we are as a person so right. i every day i strive to be the best person the person i want to be tomorrow that's who i'm trying to be today
2: okay exactly so exactly. you're here real live at the peace bar in atlanta <laughs> in hot atlanta, and hot. It is hot. <laughs> hot atlanta meaning Time the word out. that is it is the hollywood of the south
0: now it it's is raining now oh, it's raining. Yeah, they
2: have rain. oh, it has to rain. It has to rain because it has the coolest thing oh, oh, it, it is so good. hot, Atlanta. Today. This yeah. hot, and I love Rainy. it because now you get a chance. You really get a chance to see Atlanta when it's more hotter than when it's cold. From the simple fact, you're able to move around. You're able to see people out. When it's cold, I feel like everybody's bundled oh. up. No one want to get out.
0: You don't wanna be when it's cold now. 27 degrees now when it's cold. See, I don't want to touch it. See, you don't want to touch it hey, I know I you watching the car now. I lived in that
2: for a long time when I lived in Kansas. It, 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 I'm it. in South Florida and I don't want to touch Negative Nothing. <laughs> well, I gotta put on a jacket. You know, you get it in Florida, it gets below sixty and we freeze. Hello. Cold. <laughs> so listen, I don't want nothing to do with Atlanta's cold climate. I like to come up. I'm coming up now. Listen, I got to be on the road. I'm on the road. I got to be in Green Bay. I told him if you're scheduling me for Green Bay, schedule me during the hot months. Detroit, schedule me during the hot months. Don't put me in nothing that is hope because I don't mean cold. Don't get along. Hey, listen, as I bring wisdom to you each and every week here on the Tony Sands Show, I will be live in Orlando. For the Miami, for the Miami-Florida game, we will find out. And this game's been <laughs> together for a long time. But we're alive here in the Pizza you Bar. It is in hot Atlanta. Let's get this thing jumping. Pizza Bar, if you're in Atlanta, this is the place to be. If you're coming up to Atlanta, my guests, my people, hey, stop by the Pizza Bar. It is. And the food. And everybody, it is a friendly atmosphere. It is what Atlanta is built up on. Get out. Enjoy. We're signing off here on the Tony Sands Show live from the Peace Ball. Catch me next Saturday All right. in Orlando. I'ma sign out. Let my guests give you
1: about five seconds of what life means to them. I just want to say thanks for having me and just be a better person every day.
0: Man, just enjoy your Tony coming to the city, man. Appreciate you, man.
1: It's been real. We're signing off here on the Tony
2: Sand Show. Doug, close us out.